But now a special moment because, as I said, Rabbi Yudin is going to include this big celebration in his words. This time each and every Friday, every Arab Shabbos, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Ve'eschanan. It is also this week... Shabbos Nachamu. Now, I say this every year, that the very parsha itself of Eschanan, with its 12 mitzvos, 8 positive and 4 prohibitions, the parsha itself gives us Nechama. The parsha itself gives us consolation. How so? Look at the mitzvos you have in this week's parasha, aside from the repetition of the Ten Commandments, you have the mitzvah of Shema Yisrael, literally Achtos Hashem, the oneness of God, the mitzvah of the Yohavto Eis Hashem Elokecha, the mitzvah to love God, and remember, we say the Yohavto Eis Hashem Elokecha morning and night, after we've already recited the bracha, Baruch Hashem, Oheva Mo Yisrael, that God loves us. God loves us, and therefore we can return this love towards Him. You have the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, you have the mitzvah of Tefillin Shel Yad, the mitzvah of Tefillin Shel Rosh, you have the mitzvah of Mezuzah. Now, before I continue, I want to say, Nachum, that it's always hard to leave Eretz Yisrael. I got in from Eretz Yisrael this morning. I'm doing the program towards Thursday evening in America, so you can play it, please God, from Stay Road tomorrow morning. This was so difficult to leave, as you will see yourself. I'm so proud of where you are in Stay Road. I'm so proud of what you're doing. to an Ethiopian synagogue in Stay Road. I want to give a yashukoach to the partners that you have in this effort, Dr. Rosetta and Mr. Simon Jacob of West Orange, and to say that just as I've been telling everybody of the incredible feeling of achtos that we've had over the last month in Eretz Yisrael, it continues by the Sefer Torah being literally dedicated in memory of Dr. Rosetta's father, Kohen, Nachum's father, Rabbi Zeb Siegel, Zechrona Levracha, Alevi, and Simon Jacob's father-in-law, a Yisrael, Kohen Levi Yisrael, but the unity of the Jewish people of bringing the Sefer Torah to an Ethiopian synagogue. We are all literally envious of this mitzvah and participate in the Simcha with you and the rest of Klal Yisrael. This Shabbos, as we know, is called Shabbos Nachamu, based upon the opening words of the Haftorah, whereby the Navi Yeshaya promises us, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, that there will be consolation coming to our people. This Shabbos is not only, like I say, every year, showing the resiliency of Klai Yisrael, that we were just a few days ago, this past Tuesday, Monday night and Tuesday morning, sitting on the ground, crying literally for that which we are lacking, and 
And now, all of a sudden, our capacity to be in a state of simcha. How do you explain this? So, the theme of what I'd like to share with everybody this morning, I believe, is such a powerful one. And that is that what we've experienced these last month beginning with, unfortunately, the kidnapping, and then, unfortunately, the war in Gaza, which we pray is over. The idea is that this has all been a chevle leida. This has been pains of childbirth. And when the mommy is going through these pains, we feel her pain, and we are, unfortunately, suffering with her. But we say to the mommy, please God, the end is good. There's going to be a healthy child. There's going to be, please God, generations. There's going to be good that comes out of it. And that is the very important lesson that emerges from, first of all, the Parsha, and second of all, from the whole concept of our approach to life. Let's start with the parsha itself. So Moshe, right after the Aseris Hadibros are given to us in chapter 5 of Parshas Vo'eschanan, so immediately thereafter, Moshe says, take a look. God spoke all this to the entire nation, literally from the fire, from the cloud, and the especially thick crowd. Now watch this. What do we have? And the people said in Puzzle 21, God has revealed and showed His greatness, and we've heard His voice from the fire. Now watch this. The Atah, the people say, Lama Namus, why should we die? When we will be consumed by this great fire. Now ask yourself the following question. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving the Torah to Klai Yisrael. Would you not have imagined that he would have given them, let's say, an assembly? Now whether or not they have uh, theater seats, etc. Okay, but the bottom line is they're in a relaxed environment and now that they're in this relaxed environment, they have come on uh, the uh, capacity to accept and to listen very clearly to each of the Ten Commandments. No, just the opposite. The Torah tells us here in this week's parsha and at the end of Parsha's Yisro that after the first two commandments they come running to Moshe and they say to Moshe, We've got to hear it from you. And let God not give us any more penomos, lest we die. They were so frightened, as we find in this week's parsha again. If we hear any more from God Himself, we're going to die. Now I ask you a question, why? Why does Hashem have to give the Torah in such a frightened environment? And the answer is very clearly that from the mar, from this, quote, bitter experience, from this frightening experience, literally from the Mar Yatsam Matok 
comes the sweetness. Not simply the sweetness of Torah, but one could get the impression that what happened at Sinai, very simply, man has to eat, and man has to sleep, and man needs a job, and man needs to exercise. Man needs to do all different things in his life, and also he needs Torah. No! The fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the Torah in an environment where literally their lives were in danger, and they realized it, and they realized that in this kind of a very serious matzav, in this kind of a very serious circumstance, this is how he is giving us the Torah. That in of itself taught us that very important lesson, that very important message, how meaningful is Torah, that if necessary, and when necessary, the Jew is prepared to give everything, including, as we have in this week's parasha, b'chol nafshecha, u'v'chol me'odecha, literally, not just your resources, but b'chol nafshecha, even prepared to give your life. Now this is such a basic concept, and this is what we have to understand coming from this week's parsha, coming from Shabbos Nachamu, and this is how we are to look upon that which happened over this last few weeks. In Hebrew it's called the Kipat Barzel, the Iron Dome. Now let's talk about this for a moment. There's no question about it. People will say, look how the Iron Dome protected us. But go one step beyond. The Iron Dome intercepts the, the rockets. And then what? The rockets are broken into pieces. And where do they fall? Well, hopefully, very often, in completely isolated areas, as we've mentioned. But very, very often, it fell literally between the houses. The people saw Nisim v'Niflaos. And that's so very important. The Nisim v'Niflaos is not coming anymore from the Iron Dome. It's coming from the fact that it's falling between the houses. This is God Himself communicating with everybody, with the people. Now this is an idea which the Chassam Sofer points out in his Drushos. This is an idea which is found in the Avudraham, in his commentary on the Haggadah that we say every year at the Pesach Seder It wasn't just one people on the night of the Pesach Seder, meaning Mitzrayim that wanted unfortunately to annihilate us, but rather in every generation there are those that want to destroy us now, the next word is not Elo, but, says the Avudraham. It's not but, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Matzileinu Meyodom, but rather Veh. It's one continuum, meaning that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings about, listen carefully now, the potential danger only to save us, to have a direct communication with us, and to remind us of the incredible relationship that we have with Him. And so literally what comes out of these past few weeks is that which we find in number one, and 
please bring to the table tonight on Leil Shabbos, bring the Navi Yirmiyahu and turn to chapter 30 and turn to Pasuk 7 and read the second half of the verse where the Navi says the Ace Tzara Yaakov literally it is a challenging, difficult time for Jacob, for the Jewish people, Umimena and from it, Yivosheya and from it, it will be saved. So the literal understanding of the verse is that there's a potential problem, but don't worry, you'll be saved from the danger. But our rabbis tell us on a much deeper level what's happening is, no, umimena, that from it itself, through the tsara yivosheya, through the tsara, through the challenging times, will come the Yeshua. And this indeed is what our rabbis Rabbis tell us is that famous Gemara in Psachim 50a, whereby the Gemara says you should know that this world is not like the world to come. Holam Hazer in this world, Albesuros Tovos, literally for good news, we have a bracha. Baruch with God's name, Hatova Metiv. The God is the good one who literally extends goodness. But on Psuros Ro'os, Lo'alinu, when we hear, unfortunately, bad news, we say the bracha of Baruch Dayan Ho'emes. Le'olam Haba, which is, blessed is the one who is the true judge, and for us, unfortunately, it looks and it is bad at the moment. Le'olam Haba, in the future, Kulo Hatova Metiv. In the future, there's only one bracha that we're going to make, and the Tzlach says, that what does it mean? It means that on the sorrows we're going to be on that level that we're going to realize that from the tsara itself we're going to say the bracha of hatova mitiv. Now this is literally once again what you have in the Navi Yeshaya. And you can bring him to the table. If you bring a Tanakh, Yeshaya comes before Yirmiya. In the Navi Yeshaya, the first verse of chapter 12. And what does the Navi say? Viomarto bayomahu. You're going to say on that day, Odcho Hashem, literally, I give thanks to you, God. Ki onaftobi. There's only one way to translate the words onaftobi, and that is for your being angry with me. Wait a minute. The idea is we're going to realize that once again, Again, from the that which appears to be bad, I recognize that the good comes therefrom. And this is such a powerful idea. And this is why we are so full of simcha this Shabbos, because of the fact that we recognize that we've been living through challenging times. But these are times that are bringing us closer to our ultimate geula, to our ultimate redemption. I want to close with a reminder that this Monday is a special day on our calendar. It is Tuba'av, the 15th day of the month of Av. The Gemara teaches us at the end of Ta'anis 30 B at the bottom, spilling over to 31A. The Gemara teaches us of the different things that occurred on Tuba'av. I don't have time to go through them. They are interesting, exciting. I'm just going to share with you one.
And that is, listen carefully, the Gemara tells us that Yom Shepasku Milichros Eitzim Lemarocha. Literally, it's the day, the 15th of Av, that they stopped cutting down trees for the fire on the Mizbeach. Rashi explains that the, the wood that was used for the Mizbeach had to be especially dry. So the wood that was cut before the 15th of Av, while the heat of the summer is still on, the sun has the capacity to completely dry the wood and therefore there would be no worms in the wood, making it fit for the Mizbeach. From the 15th of Av on, it's starting to get a little bit cooler. The sun is not as strong, and therefore, lest there be worms in the wood, we no longer cut the wood. And now that we've completed this mitzvah, it's a hap- of, of wood for the Mizbeach, it's a happy day. That is pshat in the words. Yom shepasku milichros, this is what the words mean. The day that they stopped cutting, Eitzim a tree lemarocha. Now, I'm going to suggest an additional understanding of these words, which is appropriate for this year. This is not pshat, it's a remez, it's a drash, that I'm suggesting. Again, I told you what the literal translation is, but now listen to this. Marocha, in modern Hebrew as well, means the battlefront. Eitzim is not only trees, but as we find in Parsha Shoftim, Ki Adam Eitz Hasodeh, that man is compared to the tree of the field. And therefore, we're being told, we're celebrating an addition on this coming Monday to make this all the more alive for us today. We celebrate, please God, Yom Shepasku, a day that, please God, they stopped dying, milichros, cutting down the Eitzim, these young, very special trees, these young, special men, Limaracha, who gave their lives for. Am Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, and to give us all the opportunity to be able to develop our very special land in an environment of Shalom. It really is a Shabbos of Nechama. And I pray with all that in the schus of all this incredible coming together, that this, please God, continues in the schus of the many mitzvot which have been generated from these last few weeks and to conclude with the mitzvah that's going on this morning in Steyrot, the very special Achnasa Sefer Torah, all this should bring us another strong step closer, please God, to our ultimate Yeshua. Shabbat Shalom! J.M. and the A.M. live from Stay Road, and I thank Rabbi Yudin for acknowledging today's amazing event that's happening in Stay Road minutes from now.